My name is Vince Terramina. I'm Angela Porcelli. And I'm Ryan Grupp. And we're going Outside the Law. This is Outside the Law with your hosts, Vince Taormina and Ryan Krupp. Welcome to the final episode of season one of Outside the Law. My name is Vince Terramina. I'm joined, as always, by the very beautiful Angela Purcelli. And the fine-looking Ryan <laughs> Krupp. Fine-looking is the best compliment I've had on the show from you at all this season. Is that right? And might I say, yeah. I admire your presidential look with the uh, little I'm going you got the there. politician look today. <laughs> you know, we, we had this podcast called Outside the Law. And, you know, no one lives outside the law, not even the president. And I want to stand here and just, you know, support my flag and my country. And I love it. Well, I, I will say that when yeah. we originally uh, did that kind of uh, recording that was just the season one intro, yeah. I like how we would just randomly make up the, uh, what the what was the purpose for the episode? You're like, I think it's uh, people that actually live outside the law that are not law-abiding citizens. Like so- Yeah, vigilante yeah. justice, you know, <laughs> we're, we're, sing, we're, we're sitting down with sovereign citizens who do not abide by the laws and constitution of the United States, and that's kind of, we're a how-to do that for the show. <laughs> right. The other that's idea it. I had was maybe, you know, we could be a show about um, doomsday preppers. And we're, we're the show by and for doomsday preppers for people who are trying to, you know, prepare for the eventual demise of our great state and country and yeah. world because of, you know, the inevitable um, apocalypse. So, yeah, that's kind of what I thought would be something that might be interesting for I'm kind of bummed we didn't go in that direction now, shoot. Yeah. What, what, uh, yeah. I actually know somebody that's a real doomsday prepper. Really? Same. I do. Same. Do you really? Do yeah. they have a bunker? Yeah, yeah. kind of. Do they have beans? They're stored real. in their bunker. Yeah, they have like beans, like a billion water bottles, yeah, st- stocked in their like basement for just in case. Canned soups. You never know. Honestly, frankly, Campbell's. I just want to be honest with you guys. Yeah. If we have a nuclear apocalypse, yeah, don't want to survive it. Not really that interested. In oh, anything. I don't want to see what comes after. Yeah, I'm kind of good. I'm seeing right now what's happening in our current era. I can't imagine <laughs> what would happen if uh, yeah. all hell broke loose in the world. I want to also highlight that when we when we got here tonight to talk yeah. about, you know, wrapping up the season, and uh, we got an email or we got a text from our producer, and he uh, he said, "Yeah, you, we can start the show early." I'm in the studio, and Vince texts the group, "Eating kale. <laughs> Be there in a bit." <laughs> Yeah, I was eating kale. I went to the, I went to my Whole Foods a couple of days ago, and I bought me a couple of heads is it heads heads of kale. A couple heads. Of okay, kale. so I was yeah. hoping it was at least like kale chips or something no. like more snackish. I Raw turned kale. them into kale chips. Oh, okay. What I did was I got <laughs> the stalks and I broke them apart into pieces and put them on a nice tray. Put the oven to four hundred degrees, roasting temperature. And I got some olive oil and a little bit of salt that I ground on my own. Shout out to whoever McCormick's, I think, that makes the salt. <laughs> uh, hopefully an eventual sponsor for us. <laughs> and I got my hands dirty and mixed the kale with the olive oil and the salt. And then once the oven turned to 400 degrees, I put it in there. Boom. Ten minutes later, out it came. Hard, beautiful, crispy, crunchy, <laughs> delicious. It was homemade kale chips. Yeah. You can't So all it. I'm hearing yeah. right now is that yeah. the next... Uh, 
next episodes you're bringing snacks. Well, no, I, I think no, the it's actual cooking episode. Yeah, I was gonna say okay. welcome to our episode on how to <laughs> bake kale chips. How, yeah, <laughs> and that's that's the extent of my baking knowledge. I don't bake cakes. I don't bake cookies. I bake kale. Kale, All right. because it's healthy and it's something that I think everybody should have as a part of their diet. <laughs> diet tips with Vince. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, it's well balanced. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> and it fills you up. That was my dinner. That was yeah. my dinner. It was kale. Um, I think that if I ever run for office, this is going to come back and bite me a little bit. You better be a big time soy boy, soy boy beta (laughs) kale eater. That's Vince Tiramina right there. Yeah, Yeah. there's no way. It's too late now. You can't go back. I just put it out there for the world to see. I'm a soy boy kale eater. That's what I am. And um, internet sue me. Never dies. So yeah, internet will never die. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if the apocalypse comes, will the internet die? You well, think I that actually, happens? I actually had that conversation with my dad because mm-hmm. I practice law with him. You know, he's sixty-two. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, dad, you're listening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and he's like, "What? We need okay, the paper files in case yeah. the internet breaks down." And I'm like, "Dad, if the internet breaks down, Y two K scenario. If the internet breaks down, we yeah. have we are literally not going to work. <laughs> we're dead. <laughs> we're not going to work. Yeah. Trust me, we're not going to be at work. Yeah. We're going to be in a shelter somewhere, like just yeah." Holding our hands against our ears is right. going to be loud banging. Things are breaking down. We might be like, "This is that's the doomsday." Bro-. And then, I, yeah, and then we start our new podcast, right? About how to survive, how to survive the apocalypse. Boom. But wow, the, the, I, I, full circle. I actually think that the internet, if all the technology stopped working, that would cause the apocalypse. I think that actually might be what's going to happen. Is we just all? I was reading a book about native Did he just tribes. Predict the future. Yeah. What's well, that? I looked in the future, yeah. yeah. I was reading a book about native tribes down in South America, and about 500 years ago or so, they were a pretty advanced civilization, but then they over they started to revert back to their hunter-gatherer ways for whatever reason, and so they went back in time. Even though they advanced, they went back. Oh, no. I think that we might, as a people, go back to hunter and gathering. You, you just became... I don't want to go that far back. I mean... I- 1800s, maybe the big, beautiful, poofy dresses and the fun hair. I'm okay with that, but sure. I'm not feeling hunter gatherer. I'm good for Nokia cell phones. <laughs> you do that. I'm good for Nokia the cell razor. phones era. Here's what no one thinks about when they think about history in the past, like 1800s, is how bad it smells. Yeah. Yeah. You think no hunter gatherers smelt any better? Oh, absolutely not. No, it'd be absolutely <laughs> disgusting. You're drenched in animal blood and sweat and dirt and oh, just boy. probably some things that smell good that you didn't think smelled good. You know what I'm saying? Like we're kind yeah. of taking it for granted. Like if, if we you went eat the back, wrong mushroom, maybe when you're, <laughs> if you're a hunter gatherer, maybe. If we went back in time now with all the senses that we have, yeah. and we had to smell somebody without deodorant, that mm-hmm. would be a pretty big bummer. Right. Yeah. But but if you were from 1800 and you're like, wow, there's a flower petal. Yeah. You'd be like, man, that is awesome. Yeah. Look, look it's like made a, my <laughs> day. Right, a there's flower. a flower petal in here. I'm like, I can't smell it over the Glade air freshener that's spraying out of that socket. Do you think that people were bored back then? Or did is it just our perception that we would be bored if we were them living at that time? I think it's our perception. Because yeah. when you watch the movies and the girls that sit in the corner sewing, I would be like, God, I'd like poke my <laughs> eyeballs out with that. But they yeah. were having the time of their lives. Yeah. So yeah. I will say... The Wild West movies yeah. make it seem like nobody could ever get bored because at any time, you could just get shot. Not only could you just get shot, yeah. you could like get invaded by a gang of Wild Western riders right. that would ride Jesse into James. town. Yeah. Jesse James, yeah. whatever. Name your favorite. Some bandits. Bandits. Yeah. Literally just bandits. And like they're not even trying to hide. They're yeah. going to be like, 
telling the bandit gang sent sent us and right. We robbed this bank and right. they start shooting everybody. Right. And then you go hide behind a post somewhere and hope that you don't get hit. Which yeah. is pretty hide exciting overall. That would be kind of a fun way to live. Because you could actually yeah, yeah. do the high noon thing. Yes. And get away with it. Yeah. Uh, Great movie, by the way. Right. Do not forsake me, oh my darling. That's I the beginning of that, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, Very nice. it was pretty good, wasn't it? The other great. thing is duels. Because yeah. uh, we talked about duels. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm a little, I'm on the violent side. I've today. told you about mm-hmm. the duel thing. So I'm barred in Kentucky as well, oh, Missouri. Yeah. And in Kentucky, it's the only state that you have to take an oath upon you becoming a lawyer that says and promises that you will not participate in a duel. Dang. That would be a problem for That's me. That's a bummer. Yeah. That'd be a problem. If you're wanting to duel. <laughs> I don't know. Like, if, if it was sanctioned. Yeah. And somebody's like, now, you must duel me, Ryan Krupp. Right. To defend your honor. Right. And Are we talking like, like, you know, like dueling Old school with muskets. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were yeah. talking like Can't fencing dueling guns, or... Okay. No, no, no. Muskets. We're not... Yeah, fencing... <laughs> you, you could do a fencing maybe. I mean, that's cool maybe. <laughs> Angela's going to do a fencing duel. <laughs> they sanctioned dueling for the day and Angela's like, give me my fencing sword. Right. I was thinking of the people on the horses that had like the giant swords. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you like know? a knight in shining armor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, like uh, uh, yeah. What do they call that? Ja- uh, not javelin. Uh, oh, jousting. Jousting. Yeah. Jousting. I was thinking jousting. that kind of duel. But yeah, muskets sound more straight to the point. Well, it'd be a little pistol. It'd be a wooden pistol that you'd stand 10 paces apart. No, you'd, yeah. you'd sit, actually it'd be 20 paces because you double it at 10. Because uh, you both take 10 paces and then you aim it. And the gentleman would shoot over their opponent's head, typically. But the bastard Aaron Burr <laughs> went directly for Alexander Hamilton. Wait a second, shot wait a second, dead. wait a second. Why do you know so much about dueling? He had to swear he would never do it. I have did to you learn. Like, <laughs> did you look and do it after that? You're like, oh, man. I know a lot about a lot of different things, Ryan. I mean, I don't know why you're surprised about me knowing so much about dueling. I had to, I had to give it up, okay? I was a consummate dueler in my younger days, and when I went to Kentucky and they said you could not duel, I had to stop dueling. You had and to so stop I, dueling. I did. I was so into the dueling game that it, it, I'm kind of breaking the code right now. It's kind of like Fight Club. It's dueling club. We don't du- talk dueling about dueling club. club. There's um, a lot of mysterious deaths in Kentucky that are about to get solved. Right, and and by dueling club I mean LARPing. I'm a big LARPer. <laughs> you remember what? Remember what LARPing <laughs> this was? Just spit on me. This yeah. just this just yeah. unlodged like a giant yeah. wall, like into my yeah. eye. You know, speaking of boredom, do you think people at home are bored right now? Listening no. to us ramble on about no. LARPing and about galloping on horses and jousting. They don't get out much yeah. if they're bored. Then shoot. Right, shoot. Yeah, oh, <laughs> literally shoot like a duel. Yeah, just like wow, full circle. wow. Now we're coming back full circle to what we expected the show to be, which I always thought it was going to be about doomsday preppers and sovereign citizens. But then you all convinced me that's probably not a very good and appealing show for people because number one, sovereign citizens and doomsday preppers don't typically have access to podcasts because they don't believe in that sort of stuff. Only the modern Small little niche. Yeah. Yeah. Right, uh, and so that, that that was part of our problem for doing what we did. Why don't we talk a little bit about, to the audience, who maybe w- didn't grasp exactly what we were doing, even though they were watching, let's talk a little bit about what our hopes were for this season, if, if we think we helped our, you know, had, we had high hopes, now we fulfilled those hopes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we always talk world. about kind of like achieving your goals, you know, right. in sets of, maybe in sets of threes. I'm always thinking... You have your, if I do all of this, what is going to be the outcome? Like, this right. will be the actual outcome. 
if I do this and this and this, what would be cool if it also happened? Like right. that, what would be a goal, you know, in, in addition to an expectation? Right. And then what is beyond your goal? Like what is something that also takes a stroke of luck to achieve? And I think, you know, looking back at it, you look at what did we, what were we going for when we started the show? Well, first, yeah. first of all, let's let's back up even more. Right. Let's back up to the original idea to you. Uh, we we were sitting over at Brennan's. Shout out to Brennan's. Hopefully, a sponsor one day right. off of Maryland Avenue, of course, and uh, Euclid. Um, we were sitting out there, and Ryan brought up an idea. I want to start a podcast. Talk about what sparked that idea in the first well, place. Well, I uh, I was it was originally intended to ridicule ridicule Vince as much as possible. Yeah, it didn't, uh, that didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't. You Backfire can't. I'm unridiculable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and we, it was the idea that look, we we have we as lawyers we have we're always in the law, right? Our noses right. are oh, God, are down. Yeah. We're talking about complex uh, legal issues, yeah. oftentimes, yeah, legalese, yeah. that are boring, not even interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, you do it for your work. Yeah, but you know what is literally uh, some sort of transitive property that applies to all lawyers right. that advances their career. Uh, and or like gets them interested, like what gets you going, right? And so we we're like, well, let's you know, kind of think outside the box. And so we, we were talking about outside the law. Yeah, um, I, I remember we had a we have probably thirty, <laughs> forty, fifty different names. There was one day we yeah. were texting back and forth trying to figure it out. You know, I think I, I wish I could remember some of those names or had the patience and time to go back through our text messages to uh, see what they were. Barely legal was one. Barely of them. legal was one one of them. Yeah, that was. Risque. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that one got shot down. Yeah, girls go wild, barely legal. Angela's yeah, giving us a weird look on that. Yeah, we probably that wouldn't have been very good. But we settled on outside the law because I like prepositions like outside and right. That's a good preposition. It's a great have. preposition. Yeah, yeah, and we're and we're trying to not totally be legal. So it's a great way to say barely legal without being called barely legal. Exactly. Right. Yes. But it's you know like. Take it from square one. Where do we start? Where were we like, this is, or, or where were the general people that we talked to? We talked to uh, Lindsey Runnels and the Lamar Johnson right. case. Uh, you know, very newsworthy case. I mean, my... Uh, that was our first episode. I mean, yeah. it was wonderful to have her come in here and speak. And I had a colleague, you know, call me and be like, I just uh, saw Lamar Johnson on the news. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we had him on first. Yeah. Like, you know, well, we had his attorney on first. Yeah. But it was just kind of this idea of what's beyond the law what's interesting you know what's social justice what's beyond the law that everybody should care about right uh you know and we transitioned that over and time to you know we even had you know the ufc fighter we had right uh, uh julius julius and yeah. who yeah. he, he went and signed for bellator won his first fight the other right. night which is very nice right after uh, our podcast right he went and he won yeah that won was that huge night, yeah, or yeah after right after our podcast right and um really good luck really good luck yeah and it was kind of the uh the idea of just transitive ideas, such such as the fighter's mentality, what it right. takes to really focus. Um, and then the feedback I was getting every time was, we want more Angela. Oh, my we God. Want... My grandmother loves Angela. Shout out to my fans. Yeah, yeah. she has a lot of fans. Because <laughs> who wants to, I mean, yes, I am an exceptionally attractive, good-looking personality to have on the on. air. And it just, yeah. you can't. I can't get enough of myself, and neither can you guys, obviously. And Clearly. so, but but everybody kept saying, Angela, Angela, oh, she's amazing. She's great. Isn't she amazing? Oh, my gosh. Guys. She's my favorite part of your whole podcast, and yeah, it yeah. just stabbed me right in the heart, right. you know, when I was they like that, say yeah. that. Yeah, but, when your own mother that says that. Yeah. 
when your own mother's like, how come Angela is not more involved? We want yes. more Angela. And I was like, mom, this is my, what about me? My thing. You should care yeah. about me. But no, uh, you know, so we, we started talking about how can we develop entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. which I think uh, entrepreneurs or influencers, which I think Angela had a hold of as well, because I think that's being influential in community, uh, being entrepreneurial, also transitive ideas. Well, let me, I want to ask Angela then, what, what were your thoughts when Ryan approached you and said, we'd like for you to come on our podcast? I was kind of like, just like, oh, we're, this is out of nowhere. But then I was like so pumped because I was like, this sounds awesome. How like how many times are you going to be asked to be a part of a podcast that could potentially be such a big and like influential thing, not just in like the St. Louis community, but we've obviously expanded. Shout out Fresno. Fresno. Yeah, and, Fresno. Yeah. <laughs> so like there's it could just grow into something cool. So I was all about it. I was all on board. And I was kind of, at first I was wondering how I could contribute because I'm like the lawyer that isn't. I took I took the LSAT guys, but not a lawyer. I'm like unlegally blo- unlegally brunette, right. not yeah. not legally brunette yeah. is like my like standing. You're <laughs> not legally brunette. You're also yeah. not you know. Well, I guess you. You're, you're, I'm trying to think the like opposite legally. of legally blonde, yeah. right? So um. Oh, I you see. Know, what you're I'm going with that. Yeah. yeah, I'll never be legally brunette. Yeah, you're not legally you know, brunette. Air quotes. You're Elizabeth Trees. Not mm-hmm. L. Woods. Yeah. 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 That's kind of what you are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's that me. Up? Yeah. I just made that up. Yeah. On the spot. Yeah. So I was like, how can what I can contribute? But um, I feel like our podcast has become like, like I was saying earlier, it's highlighting the different successes within um, like successful people from or part of the St. Louis community for young professionals. And I think that's really neat because it all kind of stems from a route that can be related to the law field in one way or another. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of expands on their successes, how they got to where they are and like motivating other people, which sure. I think is cool. So what sure. do you, what really like drove you in this experience? I mean, what was your, I guess, favorite moment? I, I think people would like to know, like what was your maybe favorite guest or favorite moment? Favorite moments with my my squad, you guys. Your squad, you guys. We are fam. Oh, we're your squad. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, we're, we're fam. All right, I yeah. like it. Squad, yeah. squad up. Yeah, group. Um, I I really have liked getting to know the different guests we've had on. So like, uh, we had on Allison Bowles. Mm-hmm. She's one of my She's friends. Um, for for a few years now, and so like I love talking to her. Um. But like, obviously I've, I've known her, I've known her story and I've loved getting to share it. So, but it was really cool for me to get to know the other guests I never would have had contact with. Right. right. Like, um, uh, when we had our, um, UFC fighter on, like I would never have had contact with him. Otherwise hearing a motivational speaker and sitting right in front of him, uh, talking about Bitcoin and oh all God. those like fun, yeah. different experiences, the Yoga. documentary, like that, yeah. that yeah. was really neat. So like, it, it's just kind of opened my networking doors. And I feel like it's done that for our listeners too, because they have the, like they, they're able to get in contact with the people we've had on right. through our social media, through them on the podcast, shouting out their social medias. Yeah. It kind of brings exposure to people that, you know, it gives a, an, another platform. Mm-hmm. That's what I love. And then what I love is that you know, everybody has a platform. They can network with the platforms. Everybody's got a community. And I, I think that that's one thing that we actually do pretty well. And I'm, I'm actually very proud of as well. So I'm glad you touched on that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's really neat. And I feel like that's like helped like with what our brand is, you know. Yeah, it's, is... Kind of, it's, it's kind of fun to see a community of potties that we have. 
I guess we might call need a new word for that. that. No, no, I guess I, yeah. Potties. <laughs> we listen to podcasts. I don't know. What do you podcast podcasters? Pod, no, we're podcasters or podcast oh, listeners. The right. listeners. Yeah, the listeners. I don't know what you all want us to call you. I don't know what the proper terminology is for for yeah, people like you who are listening at home and viewing something. at home. Podlets. Podlets. Tide pods. We could call them. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> might, you don't think so? The ebb and flow comes in and out of a podcast. Tide, yeah, you want to sponsor us? They listen for a little bit and then yeah, and they stop listening. Yeah, tide pods might work. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Uh, definitely copyright. I, I do use tide pods. Yeah, uh, shout out to tide. Yeah, come on board for next season. Well, I guess we'll be hearing this from is their so lawyers. So illegal, right? Maybe I don't really know. We are outside the law. Right, it's you a know? great. Yeah, it's we're iffy. just having a conversation. We were, right, and Tide Pods just happened to come up, <laughs> like it, it does in normal conversation. Yeah, of course. By Always. the by, the way, have you all seen those Glenn Levitt um, Scotch Pods that they have? So Glenn Levitt, Scotch, very company, familiar, very familiar with Glenn <laughs> Levitt. Yeah, you as you are. They have these new <laughs> pods that they have put. They're like gushers, but with alcohol. Hmm. And so they found some that kind of horrible. like seaweed wrapper. To contain their shot of whiskey, and you pop it in your mouth like a Tide Pod. Are these the people that tried eating the Tide Pod? Probably. <laughs> and that's what, yeah, exactly. And that's what wow. they're doing now. It's pretty amazing. Let's so shut Glenn Levitt also. Do, right? They really capitalized on a horrible fad, if you yeah, want to call yeah, it a fad. But they're a little Challenge. too late fad now. <laughs> you know, if it had been a year ago, maybe it would have worked. But now they're just now coming yeah. out. Maybe the Scottish are a little behind on the times. I don't. I think it's sorry, some Scotland. Drunk person was like, you know what? Tide pods. Let's make those edible. You need some tide pods <laughs> up here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And their Scottish accents like this. Yeah. That's what they decided. That's an mm-hmm. interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. an interesting accent. Is that it? Yeah. That was more. Irish. It's more Irish. I can do an Irish accent too. It's not Man. bad. <laughs> Me family had the potato farm. This is very <laughs> offensive to the Irish. <laughs> is it? I don't think it is. I'm, part, it? I'm Irish. I can do that. You're not. You're not Irish. Your name's Teramina. My. No, I'm a quarter Irish. I'm like You're Robert a De Niro. Irish. I'm like Robert De Niro. Little known fact: Robert De Niro is only 25% Italian, just like me. I'm Irish and um, French and, and 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 German and English and American. I'm, I'm Italian. Italian. Yeah, yeah. That's You're full it. Italian. You just said it. Sicilian too. I'm, technically, well, I'm they Sicilian. think technically they will say it's two different things, but it's it's Italian. It is Sicilian. I'm Sicilian. Yeah. I should correct for my people. That mm. I am Sicilian. They will argue am, the two. I am a Sicilian nationalist. It is a completely different country. But this is besides the point. <laughs> this is we should have an expert on Sicily come in on the podcast. I know right? a few. Do you? I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's a couple people down in the hill area who come on the podcast mm-hmm. talk us about their Mia familia. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. well, how did, how has this carried you, Vince? What's that? How has this podcast? podcast carried you? Yeah. It's, you know, I, I, I really I really have enjoyed like Angela said, meeting everybody, but not even meeting them, but learning about what they do because I knew nothing about the pageant world. You know, one of my things that I like is to learn new things. I think it's extremely important in life to learn new things from different people that you might not otherwise have met. Allison Bowles, I don't know anything about pageants. I've seen Little Miss Sunshine, great movie, but it is not representative of what the pageant world is. I've talked to you a little bit about it, but even then, I don't know. Or what it's like to be an influencer. I don't know what that entails. Just like Julius, you know, I, I do nothing about preparing for the UFC fight. I knew a little bit about cutting weight. I knew a little bit, you know, about some of maybe the jujitsu that he's got to learn. But I didn't know the extent of his training regimen uh, and what he did and how dedicated he was. And that, to me, was so amazing to learn because... Or, or lineups with Lindsay Runnels. Right. You know, I'm yeah. not a criminal attorney. 
I don't know anything about that. But I do know that when you show five pictures only of potential suspects and you know, the police are saying, we think it's this guy pretty much, that that's probably not the way to do it. My favorite part of that was when uh, you uh, looked over at Angela and you're like, how familiar are you with the human face? And yeah. she just looks at you. <laughs> yeah. She literally like, just looks at you. Yeah. Never seen one. I don't know. Right. Really? Well, yeah. some people are face blind. <laughs> right. So some people do suffer from face blindness, so they you never know. Right. Uh, you okay, never know. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, but that 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 is something that I've really enjoyed is just sitting there, like Brian Dixon, learning about you know startup capital, you know, how, mm-hmm. how, how you get going into the um, private equity capital um, uh, partners kind of game or whatever. the Right. I mean, I learned more was. about uh, right. that was actually, you know, I got to say that was my overall favorite, favorite overall episode. Yeah. I think it was the most interesting for me. Because we went from. We went all over the place. We went to law, law to finance that yeah. I didn't know about. Yeah. From law to finance to spirituality and Zen. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that, and yeah. then back to some sort of billion with a B, Brian with a B. Yeah, and so I mean that was it's interesting to hear from somebody from that like walk of life, uh, you know, being moved by the project Wake Up Guys. Oh my uh, gosh, yeah, Alex and Danny. One thing, by the way, contribute on this one. Yeah, I've had at around five people tell me that they stopped our podcast at the point where. They talked about the trailer. Yeah, went and go went and watched the trailer. Yeah, and they said they cried. Well, I believe five it. people say that. I believe it. Uh, then I know it's extremely and, powerful right. stuff. Very and, powerful stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you shouldn't have stopped the podcast. I knew you were gonna cry. Right. To be able to have a something terrible happen to you with the loss of a friend by suicide, and to turn it into something almost miraculous. Post traumatic growth. Right, that post-traumatic growth that they talked about, stuff that I don't really think about every day, but so many people out there are trying to look for a way to grow from that trauma. And the inspiration that those two guys um, had for me and, and, and to other people, I think, is is really important. And what we've been able to do with this platform, I think, not going to say that it's changed lives, but it's allowed people to listen to other walks of life and learn from other people and try to, you know, we always end the episode on what advice do you have for right. those listening at home? And if you took advice from everybody all the time, right. you know, you'd never have your own life. You're going right. to learn. You're going to get have your mistakes. Right. right? You, not everything you do is going to be perfect, is going to be the... Uh, going to be the product of somebody else's advice. Right. But you get to explore everything. You know, right. You get mm-hmm. a lot of insight from people that have climbed that mountain right. and would tell you, here's where I would go first. Or And then you can you can learn and choose to, to go with it, or you can choose your own walk. You know, I've, I've, for instance, I, you know, I'm sure you have too. You've t- had advice that you just didn't take. Mm-hmm. Right. Out yeah. Better for you because you didn't. Right. Uh, but a lot of times with people that are successful, it's nice to see – what they did right, and how they got there. Right, and I think that's really important for people at home to to have is that opportunity to say, well, shoot, Ali Al-Jabri made this app. He got this thing going. He was able to you know, start pretty much from nothing and use his connections to build up a really impressive and important piece of technology. 
I've got this idea. Maybe I can do that too, based off of his model and his advice. Or, you know, Devin Hayes. My right. That was a fundamental episode for me because it was my sister's boyfriend and it was kind of fun um, speaking with him about his law school experience. But for a student out there who's looking to go to law school and has no idea what to expect, like I didn't have any idea what to expect, uh, and to have that conversation with Devin and say, hey, look, you know, this is kind of what law school is like. <laughs> yeah, I had two one else that I would that I know that watched that show, and they yeah. were like, uh, you know, I hadn't quite experienced the things you were saying, so it started to give me anxiety. It's like that really going to happen? Yeah, because everybody, you know, at the beginning of your first year of law school is all there. Everybody's a friend, like a friend. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a friend, which I think it's good for to always be that way. But it's funny how it transitions because it's like. Yeah, it, it, you, you get your clicks a little bit. It's like right. high school like we talked about, and then there's this weird stuff with the grades, and we had not got there yet because we had aired that episode, right? And uh, we had not got to the point where one L's were about to experience, right? The uh, I think it dropped pretty much right when school started right. for a lot of these people and a lot of these students, and so um, yeah, especially around the time of midterms, maybe or whenever they were going yeah. through at that time, to listen to Devin and talk about his experience, especially with his summer experience, too. Working at a bigger law firm in St. Louis was important. And then, of course, Shay, too. Shatracia Stone, I think, was an excellent guest to have Mm -hmm. on to talk to us about, you know, her path in the law, you know. And and I think that um, someone like her is pretty inspiring to a lot of people out there, too, to come from this rural county in Missouri to come to the big city of St. Louis, (laughs) you know, which we can laugh at a little bit. But that is really impressive to be at a very successful and great law firm in St. Louis um, from coming from Dunklin County down in the Boot Hill, Missouri. Yeah, we, uh, another one, not to even lose track of that, is yeah. we had a lot, I think we had a really good time with Tony Thompson. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a motivational speaker guy. Oh, yeah. man, he loved it on our show. Yeah. If you all follow along his stuff, shout out to Tony. He's always promoting our stuff and, and, and using his the footage from our show to really build his own brand, too. That's one thing that I think we did pretty good at, too. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. What I that was the first time I think Angela really emerged. Yes, and um, <laughs> and that's when I started getting the comments. Yeah, that's exactly when I started getting comments. Yeah, she yeah blossomed. Yeah, it was just you know my moment. I clicked with him. I was like, yes, yeah, preach. Yeah, I mean it's hard to get a it's hard to get a word in with Brian because you just want to listen to him talk the whole time. I was right. so infatuated. Yeah, just everything right. he was saying, I was just like, wow, you are a motivational speaker for a reason. Yeah, like dang. Yeah, but I go I go with Tony. Like I just want to talk to him. I just want to right. Just want to talk, 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 talk. We right. could have sat there in that booth and we probably went about 50 minutes. Oh, I mean, yeah. We, could, we probably could have sat with Tony Thompson and talked for about two hours. Well, we kind of did before the show. I mean, yeah. what, what people don't realize is before the show even starts, we sit here and we kind of just, you know, uh, shoot the S with, uh, with, <laughs> with, with, our, with our guests for about yeah. 15, 20 minutes before just to try to get to know them a little bit and right. warm them up. And sometimes it might not always come off that way when we start because I think at the beginning we were a little nervous starting out and doing stuff. We're more comfortable well. now. Angela was never nervous. <laughs> Angela just did the biggest hair flip. Yeah, that, that was I've... a huge hair. For those listening at home who are not viewing um, oh, right. this wonderful, wonderful episode of the podcast, Angela just had an amazing hair flip. That was... Get a replay. Do it again. Do it again. Yeah, do yep, it again. There, it yeah, there you go. Um, do that when you're feeling sassy. Yeah, yeah you're feeling sassy. Yeah. But, you know, I think I think that... Um, wait, wait, hair... What was I talking about? <laughs> now, now I forget what I was... The hair uh, got uh, me distracted, Angela. <laughs> you were talking about Tony Thompson and, um, like... 
just like motivational. Oh, we yeah. were kicking it around. We always kick it around. Yeah, yeah. yeah beforehand, yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And we always kick it around beforehand. Just to try to get to know them a little bit and see who they are before we even start up the podcast. We had a lot of fun talking to Ali Algebra a couple weeks ago. Ryan and I did because uh, yeah, uh, we just. We shouldn't get into the detail about some of the stuff we he were just, talking about, but he's just like a cool guy, you know. Like we were yeah. just, it seems like we just connected as friends. Yeah, that's what was so cool. Yeah, and we really did. We, we really, hung out afterwards. Yeah, we hung out afterwards. We just yeah. connected as friends, and I think that's kind of a cool experience to have with your guests. Right. You know, when you have like you just want to hang out. Sometimes we're doing stuff in the studio, and I'm like, man, honestly, I just want to stop and hang out with you for a while. You know. Right. That's how I felt about Tess Boyer. Just right. like talking to her, I was like, we're just so similar. Like you'd be such a cool person just to chill with. Yeah, yeah, I, I do like her a lot too. I mean, she, she also had a very compelling story. <laughs> she yeah, had a, a very interesting story. I thought. Yeah. Uh, which I know a lot of viewers also thought that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Angel, what do you think about what's your vision for the future on this? What do you think? I want to keep growing on what we've established. I think we have a pretty great foundation, and then just kind of keep growing from there. I want to get more in depth, and like I feel like we focused really great on the St. Louis community. Right. And I think eventually, long term, I would love to make it you know, dream big, a nationwide thing. And we're talking to such influential people all around, you know, whether it's in person or Skyping or something. Uh I think that'd be really great because then you can get even more listeners in listening in from all over. You can network more. Um, You can get everything from different, like more in depth in the law, like fields, like get more like into different niches. Right. So not just law students or um, lawyers, like, is a blanket it's specific types of practicing attorneys right and um you know some law students and what they're wanting to go into some judges um yeah different even like legal contract writing you know that's what that's what i was going to go to law school for i wanted to do sports contract negotiation and entertainment law so there's just so much more that we can touch on and then of course on the not legal side the unlegally brunette or whatever i'm going to call myself um more on (laughs) more different entrepreneurs there's so yeah. many businesses out there right, right. so I, angela at. pretty much took all the words out of my mouth let me ask you this then, so yeah for your for the viewers the listeners some of which either want to start a podcast yeah. want to are interested in podcasts or want to grow whatever they want to grow in their life because i think our, our show is all about growth personal right. growth right. right uh what was the piece of advice that you would have that I would have for starting a podcast, no, or just, just for, for life in general, yeah, growing your growing your brand. I think the key is to know yourself. You have to know who you are completely, uh, and it takes a long time to do that before you can know your limitations, know what you're capable of, know what you think you can absolutely do and go after and conquer. Knowing yourself is the most important thing. Knowing your flaws, knowing what makes you sad, knowing what makes you happy, knowing you know, how you're going to respond in certain situations, having those life experiences to be able to know uh, how you're going to react. I think the best thing that I've done is I drove back and forth to Kentucky a lot because of me going to school there and going back to visit friends there because, and it's just me and my car alone. And long car rides for me are my therapy. You go there and you sit there and you just kind of think the radio is maybe on, and maybe the podcast on, but you're thinking to yourself the whole time, and you're yeah. learning more about you, and that to me is the most insightful thing ever. Um, but just finding a way to know exactly who you are, and then take that knowledge of who you are, take who you know you to be, 
and put yourself out there and say, I am me, world, look at me now. I think I can offer something yeah. to other people because I know me so well, I want to let, let other people know me as well. Um, and I think that once you know yourself, you can be extremely successful in life. I think that's my advice for people going forward. How would you edit that, Angela? What do you think? Um, just one thing I think that's really neat about our show is that it there's this is a very pageant answer. Um, there's no one definition of success, and I feel like we've been really good about showing how success is fluid and how no matter who you're talking to, it's always going to be measured a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. And even within one person, it can change. Like with Allison, for her, success will be walking on the Miss USA stage. Yes. Um, for Tess, her at one point in her life, success was winning The Voice, and now it's being a successful mother, right? right because right, she has right. a little boy and um, she's not competing on The Voice anymore, but she's still successful in what she's doing in life. And for a law student, it's graduating and getting in a great law firm, et cetera. Yeah. And so success is different to everyone and it changes person to person in, like within your life and where you're at, but it's all relatable at the same time. Right. Because you can talk about other people's success. You can like... Uh, not share, um, celebrate right. other people's success. Agreed. And then from that, it can help, you know, translate into you reaching your own goals. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I, I would say that there's so much validity to both statements. I think both are essential, right? They're both big parts of who you are. And for me, it was uh, about the focus. Oh, yeah. It was always about the focus. Uh People, and I played soccer, and so I use this as an example when, when anybody asks a question like this. I played soccer, and if anybody came to a teammate of mine, a coach of mine, and they would say, how is Ryan? And they'd be like, uh, he's okay. He yeah. works really hard. Yeah. But I think, you know, the thing that would be identifiable is focus and then being relentless at that thing. Right. People will often subtract your relentless attitude as lack of talent, as making up for lack of talent. <clears throat> right. Rather than understanding that your focus and relentlessness mm -hmm. is, in fact, the talent that it takes to succeed. Right. As opposed to having lots of raw, raw talent and doing nothing about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if you have lots of raw talent and you won't do anything about it, right. you are, in my opinion, not talented. Right. I mean, you know, it's what the, you can do with that talent that it, sets right. you apart. Yeah. It's with everything. Other everything's potential, right. and potential is useless unless you act on that potential. Right, mm -hmm. and that's why you know you can dream big. You can, you know, I I, I like to talk about the three goal setting stages, which like I was talking about at the beginning of the show. That if I do everything in my power, this will happen. I don't mean like it's it's almost impossible for it not to happen because yeah. I will. You, will, can you, will you can yeah. will it. You can will it in. You can will just it. straight up will it up. That's it, yeah. the baseline. Yeah. Your goal that, you know, if you do it right, you'll achieve that. And the things that you don't have control over and you have to accept not having control over everything, that even the things that you won't have control over, if some of those things go well, you'll even go beyond your goal. Right. So, I mean, it kind of creates this, like, realistic goal-setting, you know, mindset. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's uh, how... You know, and at least in my part, have carried the show 
with you right. guys, right? Uh, and and how you guys, I mean, we've all done it together, right? Whether we know it or not, like we, we have been relentless at what we wanted to do. We right. have uh, set our goals and our expectations, and you know, did our best to appeal to the to viewers and listeners, right? And, uh, and, you know, we get good feedback on it. And right. I think that's something to be really proud of at the end of the day. And, and one thing that I'd like for our audience to know, too, is we'd love more feedback because, like we've mm-hmm. talked about, we are trying to grow. We want to know what worked for us, what didn't work for us. And there's no way for us to know that other than secondhand accounts from other people. Yeah. But if we can engage directly with you, our Tide Pods, that would be really... Oh, our, that would be copyrighted Tide Incorporated. <laughs> that would be... That would be, <laughs> that would be really, really great. Law Pods? What is it? Law Pods? Law Pods. Oh, that's a good one. Law, law Pods. Pod Law... Uh, pod, law Pods. Pods and Law? It's, law Pods kind of <laughs> sounds like... You know, actually, yeah. it kind of sounds like something that exists in a law school. A law pod? Like, like there's a, a law pod. pod? Yeah, there's a couple oh, of law pods. We could call it like a little clicks in law school or law pods. That's what we could call those things. People who are really the gunners in class who are all together hanging out. Law pods. You know, that's what you, I don't know. Starting Maybe slang. not. I'm not, I'm not in law school anymore, so I don't know what's hip with the kids. Yeah, Angela streets. just coined our new catchphrase. Yeah. What is law it? Law pods. Law pods. Hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag law pods. So our hashtag law pods. <laughs> Can we just get a snap with that? Hashtag. Law pods <laughs> online. We'd love to have your feedback because, you know, help like us I said, help, you. help us help you. We want to know what worked, what didn't work, what you'd love to see us do going forward, what kind of guests you'd like to have us on, have on, any guest recommendations that you have for us, any connections you might have for us, anything that we can do to help improve your podcast viewing and listening experience better. That's kind of what I think would be great in the, um, interim between this season and next season yeah. if we can have some sort of engagement with our law pods out there <laughs> which i think is really important for our growth and for the growth of the audience as well so what do you think angela about law pods I'm about about law pods, yeah yeah i'm all about it i mean one thing oh yeah <laughs> i like lost my train of thought we're back um when you were talking one thing i thought of too which is like a really neat thing for our listeners to take away is something my dad always like my family were really big on threes and a's like my sisters and I Angela Alyssa Ashley Um, my dad taught us the triple a's attitude achievement acknowledgement oh yeah Mm. so you can always have a good attitude about whatever it is you're doing um achievement always achieve what you're setting out to achieve no matter big or small task and then acknowledgement acknowledge where you started and where you came and then other people's achievements yeah so I feel like our law pods right. should do that and take that away from our show and our guests. So this is a thank you. This is an acknowledgement to our, our listeners and our viewers. Thank mm-hmm. you for joining us. I'm excited that we were able to share this experience with you, and I'm also excited for the future. I think we've got a, a really... I think we got a bright future, don't we? We do. It's I need shades. It's so bright in here. Honestly, you know, the lights came on <laughs> today. It was a little <laughs> too bright for me. I hope that my reflection... I hope I've got radiant skin for this. I don't really know. How I'm gonna look. I think the kale probably has some sort right. of stuff in there, vitamin <laughs> D or something. <laughs> yeah, it's probably doing something <laughs> for me. But listen, to all of you who've tuned in the past couple of months to put up with our BS, to put up with my um vanglory and to put up with just whatever, you know, that we threw your way and forced your ears to listen to. We really want to thank you from the bottom of our heart, and thank you to our subscribers out there. 607 of them at this point. Growing, yeah. Growing. We're growing. We're growing. We really want to be able to grow to, you know, better explore more um, 
in the young professional community because there's a lot of incredible, incredible people out there doing really amazing things. And if we can somehow share their experiences, their trials and tribulations, their lessons with you, the audience, I think that we would have accomplished our mission. So thank you all. Be sure to tune in next season. Be sure to follow us on social media. Like us. Subscribe. Do whatever you have to do. Share. Get the message out there that we're there for any young professional who's looking to really make a mark on this world because we're interested in you. And we're interested in you, the audience, too. So thank you so much for listening. Say thank you, people. Ciao. Ciao. Thank you. Ciao, amigos and amigas. (laughs) We'll see you all next season.